John the baptizer introduces Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He describes Jesus as someone who ranks ahead of him, who was before him, and upon whom the Holy Spirit descended and remained. John could not and did not want to hide this truth about Jesus. Even if telling it would cause him losing his own disciples. Hiding this truth about Jesus would have been a betrayal to the purpose of John's mission. John's mission was not only to prepare the way by baptizing and preaching a message of repentance. His mission included to point out the way to the people. Jesus was the way and John knew it. John was having a good time. Who would not? His ministry was gaining ground among the people from Judean countryside and of Jerusalem. People of all places and conditions, including tax collectors and soldiers, were coming to him to the Jordan River to hear his words, and many of them to be baptized. But then John saw Jesus passing, and he understood the time has come for him to pass on the baton. He did that graciously and courageously. According to the story in the Gospel of John we read today, John the baptizer's declaration about Jesus moved at least two of his disciples to leave him. They understood the words of John as same marching orders, not just as they saying. They walked away, followed Jesus, spent time with him. By spending time with Jesus, these two disciples of John found out that what John says about him was the truth. Furthermore, they learned that Jesus himself was the truth. As Jesus declared later in the Gospel of St. John, I am the way and the truth and the life. After staying overnight with Jesus, these two disciples went out and told others, and those who were told spread it as well. And this story went on and on until today. Sometimes I wonder what would have happened if John the baptizer had chosen to hide from his disciples the truth about Jesus for personal gain or for fear to lose centrality, to become a second or third or fourth chair. How much would this his silence damage or delay the overall outcomes of his mission and the mission of Jesus? What would have happened if John the baptizer would have chosen to simply 
stared at Jesus and then go about his business, living in denial, betraying his own convictions about the good news of the kingdom of God he was called to prepare and to introduce in the person of Jesus. But he did not do that. He did not stand idling in silence, looking at Jesus and letting him pass by. He instead pointed him out and said to his disciples, he is the Lamb of God. No wonder Jesus once said about John, I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John. A year prior to his assassination, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. attended a meeting with a group of laity and clergy concerned for the war in Vietnam. The meeting was held at the Riverside Church in New York City on the 4th of April in 1967. Dr. King opened his remarks as follows. I came to this magnificent house of worship tonight because my conscience leaves me no other choice. I am in deepest agreement with the aims and work of the organization which has brought us together, clergy and laymen concerned about Vietnam. The recent statements of your executive committee are the sentiments of my own heart, and I found myself in full accord when I read its opening lines. A time comes when silence is a betrayal. That time has come for us in relation to Vietnam. End of the quote. It is important to notice that Dr. King is addressing people of faith like us. Clergy and laity is a church religious language mainly used to define the two major distinctive groups in the life of the church. To them, Dr. King says that silence is a betrayal. But he is not talking about this mass-needed silence we seek when we need to get deep in prayers and deep in thoughts to reflect about issues of our concerns and make decisions upon those reflections. Dr. King is talking about the silence that whether it is for fear, for personal selfish interest, for negligence, or indifference make us complicit of wrongdoing and evil saying. The disciples of John followed Jesus because they trusted John. They knew he would be willing to sacrifice anything for the cause of the kingdom, even if this is his own status and position as a prophet has to diminish and gradually disappear. The truth for John the, the Baptist became a matter of the conscience, not a matter 
of the circumstances of, of, of his own interest. In the universe of John, there was only one truth, the absolute truth. And Jesus was the physical place where that truth inhabits. So for John, silence before the presence of Jesus would have been an absolute betrayal of his conviction about the future of the people of Israel and the prophetical tradition of which he was part of. Truthfulness matters in Christian tradition. Following the truth is how the disciples of John encountered Jesus and became the beneficiaries of a long-lasting promise. Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Amen.